0: it's famous baby here we spend, go uh it's been a little little minute been on a little hiatus but it's good to be back so it's been what
1: it's been five months
0: yeah man. we can call it the covid the covid layoff it was the covid layoff
2: yeah, yeah. damn that's more than a full off season yeah it's about what they great. almost just sat out it was four months for them yeah
1: so i mean all right where do we start um seen some games players got about most most teams got two or three games under the boat right now um who's sticking out to you guys good and bad
2: well first of all this is just better basketball than i was expecting Mm -hmm. like i don't know what i was expecting but i just thought it was going to be more more like park type of atmosphere and i feel like it's been just like Real games, almost.
1: So, well, what about the scrimmages? Like, did you like the scrimmages? I didn't.
2: I didn't really watch too much of the scrimmages.
1: Like, those I really felt like, it felt like Summer League to me. I don't know if it was because of, the, like, the presentation of the games and the commentators and stuff like that, but it just felt really Summer League-ish. And I wasn't, like, I couldn't really stay in tune. But then once the, like, the real season came back and the game started to count, that's when, like, everything just turned up to me. I started enjoying it again.
0: Yeah, I would say, like, uh, the scrimmages, I kind of knew they was going to kind of be, like, like half speed because I kind of knew everybody wasn't going to play, like, big minutes right away in the scrimmages. I knew that was more so to feel out the back end, of rotations. I felt like to see, like, which of your back end rotation guys are re- is ready to play. Like, so going into the real game, you kind of could, like, gauge minutes and, uh, and prioritize like that. Based off importance of game, you know what I'm saying? Because every these all eight games are kind of like feel it out games. All of them are tune-ups. Like I don't think any coach is like, unless, uh, except like the coaches who are looking at like playoff matchups and stuff like that. I don't think most of them is really taking these eight games too critically because I feel like most of the seat, most of the teams that are playoff teams are set. It's just based on where you're going to be. I feel like there's
2: no there's no home court advantage now. So it's like whoever you match up with, who's going to you're going to match up with them regardless. So so there's not there's not as much as an incentive to get a higher seed now Mm -hmm. since it doesn't it doesn't play as big as a role at all. Really, home court advantage don't matter at all in this bubble, And that's what I
0: do like about it. And I don't because what I do like about it is we're going to be able to see stars and. Now that everybody's fresh, I think this is going to be – everybody's kind of, like, mad at – or kind of saying they're going to, like, diminish who the champion is of this bubble. But at the end of the day, I think after it's all said and done, everybody's going to respect who the champion is because whoever's in those playoffs, bro, it's about to get – it's about to get, like, turned up to another level. We like what we're seeing now, but I think in the playoffs, like, it's going to get – it's going to turn up even another level. Because of all of that stuff missing, like the fans and the home court advantage and the wear and tear on the body from the season, like none of that is it's in a play. Playing yeah, like none of that is in play, and that's what that's kind of the beauty that we like about the playoffs is we get to see who's gonna will themselves to a championship. Everybody's beat up, everybody knows everybody, what they're gonna do. Like you know, what I'm saying it's just a matter of who's gonna hit shots and who's not. Whereas this time around, I feel like everybody's fresh, revamped, ready to go. So now we're gonna really get to see stars, kind of like. Really, really battle it out, like for real.
1: Like, I don't think people realize how big home court advantage is, too. I think it's it's a crazy statistic. Like it's something like eighty percent of home teams usually win the series, mm-hmm. and that's huge. Like taking that away, and you're probably making it fifty fifty. Like that's
0: now it's just about personnel. Whose team yeah, is better? That's it. The coaching. Mm-hmm. Like, Everything's under the magnifying you know, like, glass. Yeah,
1: everything got to be like put on steroids, like. You can't slip up just because like like i said like that playing field is super level and taking away home court advantage taking away travel taking away all that stuff that a lot of teams might have had to their advantage and they were built up for and that's gone now mm-hmm. and really like it's it's a game of survivor too like the circumstances they're living in like yeah like it's, it's, it might be a luxury hotel and they got all this food and all that but still like like they're not seeing their family they're like there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes and
2: they're really locked in now because they have to. Really it's gonna play a, a yeah, it's gonna play a huge role on like chemistry because it's not like you can after the game or after practice go home to your family and kind of get away from any of the guys you dislike or do like. Now you're like you're really stuck with them like all day. So, I mean, I, I the mo- like I said, the main thing I was concerned about was the play and how was the play gonna look and it looks like it looks good to me. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. I was I was just hoping it it didn't look bad. It didn't look too too parkish. And now it looks like NBA basketball. Mm-hmm.
1: So what the, I mean, the first day was Pelicans-Jazz. Mm-hmm. And then Lakers-Clippers. Clippers. Mm-hmm. And uh, Pelicans-Jazz, that was a great game. Pelicans, I thought, had it most of the game. And then like they showed their age and slipped up at the end. Um, Zion, like, you could tell, like, he has skill. Like, he knows how to use his body and... It's there. He's, I don't think he's in shape at all. Like he looks really sloppy.
0: I think he's in great physical shape. I don't think he's in great condition. Yeah. I think physically he's as fit as he could possibly be. I don't think so. Like, you he, gotta understand he looks like a big dude, his body, his body type, bro. Like that's just what it is. Like, what are you gonna like? Okay, what's the lowest we've seen Zion at since Duke 270? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's not, you know what I mean? He's not going to get much smaller than 265, 260 max. I don't think Zion will ever be playing at 250 pounds. Yeah, no. Unless he completely goes, goes, changes, the, scraps the entire diet, no meat, unless he does that. But Even at that point, I feel like him getting that low would take away from his game. It would take away from uh, so many dynamics to his game. Because him and, like, Joker's weight loss, everybody made a big deal about two skilled. Too skilled. He's not re- he's not relying on his body as much as he's relying on his touch. Zion's relying on his body and his touch equally. So you take away one, he has to compensate for the other. Where Jokic is more touch, touch, touch. A little physicality, create space with his with his physical, rather than he wants. To, it's not like Jokic wants to get the ball. Zion wants to get the ball and he wants to get in your chest. That's what he wants to do to score. Joker, his weight loss didn't really matter because. He could catch the ball and face you up and shoot a step back from 19 or shoot it. You know what I'm saying? He's
1: still seven feet. Like, that's not changing. That's not going to change. Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? It's different dynamics. So I think Zion's at the playing weight that we should get used to seeing him at. I just think it's more of a condition thing.
2: Bro, his, that, that minute burst, whatever they're doing with him is killing me though. Like, they're, I don't understand it at all. I do. They're not fooling me. They're,
0: they don't want to make the playoffs.
2: That, that's the, the only way, It would eat, one or two things. Either one, he actually does have an injury, he's not fully healthy, or two, they really don't want to make the playoffs. The first, there's, no, there's no
0: way you – Why would they not want to make the playoffs? Because, they, they, because I'm not going to lie, um, they're probably really enticed at the top of that draft. If you can add LaMelo Ball or James Wiseman to the Pelicans
1: – How the hell – like there's no way they're going to get that pick from
0: – You never know. The Cavs did it three years in a row.
1: Not from that low. The, the Cavs were never a fringe playoff team and then got a number one or but, top but three that's pick. But the, that's the lottery
2: aspect. Actually, the, the percentages aren't as –
1: Actually, I'm pretty sure there's no possible way they can get that pick. As long as they fall no, in the lottery,
2: they can Maybe not a number one pick, but they could get a top five pick. They can. The Pelicans, were they weren't far out the playoffs last year, and they got the number one pick. Yeah. The it, pre- I, forgot, I don't know exactly how the percentages are. It's like
0: you get, like, yeah, a certain amount of balls for whatever spot you're yeah, in. Yeah, they, they're, the they're not as – great yeah they're not I as great
2: think. for the number for the for the worst teams as they used to be yeah whereas if you were like a top five team you were like you had a huge, bigger percentage to get that number one pick or number two or top pick. three but okay. now it's like anybody outside to play is more evens out because they want to they didn't want as many teams like trying taking that bad yeah it's trying to tank oh, to the get pelicans the pelicans were
1: it. a 13 seed last year but so what was the record 33 and 49.
2: what's the record now it's not too far away from that. They were worse last year. I'll give you that for sure. But this year they probably got like forty it don't, wins. It don't
1: matter about the record. It's about where they are in the standings.
2: So where? So they and they could possibly they have the potential to, fall to finish to like 12, eleven 12, or twelve. Like, they're at eleven right now. Yeah.
1: But they're three games out to the eight seed. That's what I'm saying.
2: But they're still they're trying 11, to lose. If they get that, that eleven, if they stay at eleven. Sure, they don't get the number one pick, but they could easily get like a top five. five pick. I have to look into that, too. I don't, I don't know if like that's that. what they're trying to do, but Here's that thing. makes more sense for, as far as just Zion makes, not it, playing because that doesn't make any sense that does, Zion's not playing as much as he should be. And I mean, it doesn't just, make sense just, for Zion. i the
1: playoffs is just stupid. To, to try and, like, do all that just to get one or two guys because that's all there is in this draft.
0: So i seen an interesting I seen an interesting um, fact that made me even think that, right? So Michael Jordan's second year, if we all watched the uh, – we all watched the, the documentary. Uh, documentary. Yep. Mike's second year with the Bulls. He breaks his he breaks his what ankle or leg, one of the two, he misses sixty-three games. The franchise wants to sit Mike out for the rest of the season and finish the tank and, and tank to get a top five pick, right? We're going on Michael Jordan. No, I'm not sitting down, I'm healthy enough to play, I'm gonna play. They let Michael Jordan play in limited minutes and he still pushes them to the playoffs. Yeah. With a 32 or 33, they got, they had like the, it's like a top five worst playoff record, like playoff team record in NBA history. They, had, they won like less than 35 games. And they were saying that was, that was the first step in what made it so hard for Mike to start to build the team to get to a championship level. And it took him so long was because early on, they didn't take their opportunity then to kind of, you know what I'm saying? pair him up with somebody. It took after that, because after, after that year, Mike starts winning, they start making the playoffs every year, all of that. So it kind of set them back on the draft and drafting talent rather than, you know what I'm saying, than acquiring somebody in free agency or to come to Chicago. So I felt like, okay, that makes sense from David Griffin's standpoint. Is like, we're like another for sure, superstar young piece away from this team gelling together and becoming a, a, a potential dynasty type of team. And or even a trade. Or even a trade. Even even if I get a top – even if we don't get top three and we go, we get the seventh pick, I could package that seventh pick and, you know what I'm saying, Drew Holiday for – or you, know, you not to say that Drew Holiday is expendable. I'm just saying hypothetically package Drew Holiday and you go get you a surefire all-star big man.
2: Rather than play LA as eight seed and not even get that revenue from your fan because you're not having there's, there's no, no home, there's no home games no more and you're gonna probably lose anyway so so but if it's not that what would you point towards them not playing Zion? It doesn't make I sense for him to be hurt because sense, he did, yeah. if he was hurt he just wouldn't play. Especially the way he's speaking out because he's literally like speaking out about it like yo I want to play type like it doesn't I I can understand the minutes restriction but to only play in 15 minutes and then okay if you're gonna only play in those 15 minutes then at least save those last few minutes for the end of the game, rather than playing the first three minutes of the fourth quarter and set him out the rest of the game. Yeah, the thing you is, could like hold he's that he's
1: playing, and then you could tell he's gassed, and he yeah, like his conditioning's ass. Like so, he shouldn't be playing. And so if, that, if that's the shape you're but, in, uh, then bro, like, he's an
2: NBA player. You're not gonna tell me he comes out with nine minutes left, and you could, okay, you come out with nine minutes left, he could come in with three minutes left and be can. fine. Like
1: I'm, I'm not saying it's all correct. Like, Even more
2: four. So that
1: it's on him too.
2: To to help, yeah, he definitely doesn't look. He he looks gas sometimes i'll give you that but i just feel like as an nba team they know how to put put him in a certain position to where okay we're going to play you in spurts but we're going to make you play make sure you play in those more, most important times and they're not they i mean they did last game for the first time they actually let them i mean the second game they got blown out so it didn't matter regardless but the first game if you're if you're on the line to make the playoffs and these are you only have eight games left to not play him in those last three minutes you, you don't want last to make the question like you don't What's want to make going the playoffs. On? Yeah, you're not giving yourself the most the, base, the best it, opportunity to it, make the playoffs. It's
0: logical. Okay, and it, to pick it back off, you right? That last game I was watching, who did they play the last game? They just beat them.
2: Was it the Blazers?
0: Jazz, no. right? I think they played the Jazz again. Did you play the Jazz, right? Yeah. Okay, so they played the Jazz and um, he comes out, he looked gassed early in the fourth. And I seen he was he wasn't happy. He didn't want to come out the game. That was the first time he re-entered the fourth quarter, I think in his entire career so i feel like he went over there like yo nah, i'm not we're not doing this like you know, i put me back in the game yo. Know, like we could win this we could win this game i'm tired of us just watching this sit over here forever i think that's really what happened because grizzlies well, yeah, it, it was against john then because y'all had a bad game but um i feel like that's that was the first time they actually was like he actually stood up and was like nah i'm not going we got to go win this one that was the first time But other than that, I feel like it's just Alvin Gentry's just – that's his flaw as a coach, his lineup management and rotation. Bro, there's times where I'm watching a game and they're up like 15, right? And he'll start making subs and he'll end up with a lineup out there of like J.J. Redick, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Josh Hart, Drew Holiday, and and a big – The rookie big man. And and Jackson Hayes. I love him. I love him.
1: He's going to be nice, but he's just – he has, like, no IQ to me. It'll
0: be, like, lineups that don't make sense, or one Moore, J.J. Redick, Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram, and Derek Favors. Yeah. Like, come, on, bro, you got that on the floor for five minutes in the third quarter, and they're making a run, and you're just rocking with it. Like, and then you take, oh, God, we need to make a change. Let's take out J.J. Redick and put in Frank Jackson.
1: Like, no. yeah, that, that first game was an easy win with the right coaching, and that, that line of was terrible. It was awful, bro. And when you got someone like J.J. Redick who's been going crazy, like Ingram was doing this thing early, mm-hmm. and like I don't know, like they should have won that game. But I just I don't see why they wouldn't want to make the playoffs. Like to me, no matter what options you weigh, I think getting these young players experience in the playoffs is, especially in this atmosphere. Like if you get experience now, that's gonna be way more valuable once you're you're playing next season. May, potentially under normal circumstances. like if, if you can just like get, get those touches, like get that game time. Let's... I mean, yeah,
2: if I was running the team, I would say make the playoffs. But we've seen, just like he brought up the Bulls' point with, with Michael Jordan, this is something teams have done for sure, mm-hmm. where they're on that fringe and they just decide what's the what's the, what's the the point if we're going to be the AC. We're probably going to lose anyway. Why don't we leverage this to get a good pick, whether, we keep, it, whether some... we keep it or not, There's and they're going to trade it.
1: pick they would get like even if they get a four a fourth pick that's not a good so
2: i know you wouldn't do it but you you got to acknowledge that teams do this they do do this
1: yes on when the draft class is at least decent like this is a very poor draft class. so
0: okay so so if they end up in the top four let me tell you the, in my opinion the top four players in this draft class Lamello ball james wiseman anthony edwards obi Toppin. yes if you're the pelicans (laughs) And you have a chance to add any one of those four to your team. They all can easily fit in on that team. Any one of them can fit the Pelicans. You don't take the chance of adding that to your team.
1: Me, from what I've seen with them, no. I, I would be surprised if out of that four, I'd be surprised if two are all stars at any point in their career.
0: Why? Is, That's just the, the, just the numbers, the way you see it happening, playing out. Is that yes, just
1: like Obi? He's too old, like. He he's 22. He, yes, that's, is, that's old in basketball. That is not old he, in basketball. He is who is. he is.
0: What's and wrong he, with who he is?
1: He's he's gonna be like a good role player. How? 100. percent He's gonna be a good role player. Role player. Defense. He gotta work on his shot. Like he's he, gonna be all right. He shoots 40 from three in college. Yes. That don't mean nothing. That means in
0: the NBA he's gonna be a sub 35 shooter.
1: Maybe. Look at from um, three. Look at um, Winslow. He didn't. That's, that's what everyone was saying. Oh, he's gonna be Harden, he could shoot the three. Who said he's that? Who said that about Justice Winslow?
0: Never
2: People did say me. that and I never understood. Never that, though. I never got it never the best at all. Justice Winslow is not he, he, it. he
1: can he can handle the ball, he's left handed, he can shoot the three.
2: No.
0: Harden I don't see, see any problem. of that. I don't see any of that. He could I mean he can He do can, all play, that defense, really he can play defense, he can play defense, and he's athletic. I don't see Handle, I don't see Playmake, I don't see... Oh, point Winslow was a beast. Point Winslow was a beast for 25 games, yes. Yes, 100%. Yes. He also can't stay on the court because he's always hurt. We were just talking 100%, about that. 100 We were just talking yes, about that's that. Fine. So, that plays a role in him not developing as well. But, to that point, like, Obi Toppin, I feel like so, on I, the right I, team... You, you see... If you put Obi Toppin on the Pelicans, zero, he could be an All-Star. Zero
1: to 100 on the probability of being an All-Star, what are you saying for him? Obi no, Toppin? Yeah, no matter where he lands. Sixty forty. Sixty
2: forty. Okay. But Unami is not an all-star. He's a solid like he's a he's they want to they, they, they want to get cool, like, a cool role player. They don't they need an all star. Get, get rid of Greg Monroe. Greg Monroe is out of like they No, they don't want, it want him. it's Derek Favors. I mean Greg Monroe. Derek Favors, yeah. He, Obi Toppin is an upgrade from Derek Favors.
1: Yeah, but that's two totally different positions.
2: You gotta go, you gotta look at it from a, from a general Hayes. manager or yeah. owner's mindset. They're looking at this like they don't really care about making if they make the eight seed with no, they're not getting no extra bread from it, nothing. They just make the eight seed and most likely lose in, in five. So it's like they might, they want to pick up assets while they can. And their I team, just, I don't
1: see those assets being draft picks
2: this year. I like the Pelicans because their team is a bunch of interchangeable
0: pieces, it's nobody's a conventional player at their position. Drew's are undersized, two. Zoe's an oversized, one. Zion's an undersized, four. B.I.'s oversized. Play, yeah. play whatever, Jack, you know what I'm saying? Every, so even if you add Obi Toppin or you add – you can add anything to that dynamic and not throw that dynamic off because everybody can play different spots on the floor. I just feel like the Pelicans are smart by, like, playing it that way because you give, your, you give yourself all the leverage heading into the offseason. And next year – next the Pelicans can go from being not making the playoffs to a top five seed next year.
2: And that's even, and I like Drew Holiday, but even if they do package Drew Holiday for somebody else, for somebody that's younger that fits the direction of the team, even Drew to even better. Even if it's not somebody better than Drew, right now, just somebody that you're gonna that's, gonna that's gonna lead to Bi getting more touches, Zion getting more touches, the team
0: kind of gelling, and the people you want to be thrusted into stardom it kind of helps that transition. It's like Kyrie easier.
1: leaving the Celtics, and yep. then you get more All
2: for right. Jason Tatum and yep. more for Brandon. Um, so
1: with the way the standings are right now. The Pelicans have a 1% chance of getting the first pick, 1% chance of getting the second pick, 1% chance of getting the third pick, 1% chance of getting the fourth pick. And if they don't get any of those, then they go to 13. that That's what I mean. Like, to bank all that on 1%. It's
2: probably first? a top five protected
0: that's how pick. It works. Oh, it probably is. is that that
1: it just based on, like, the odds. Like, if you don't get one of those four picks, then you go But
0: to I think it. that's why they're trying to lose
2: games to improve those odds.
1: I mean, even then, like.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I wouldn't do it, but the whole Zion aspect of it, I don't see no other explanation for not playing Zion in meaningful minutes. Yeah, other than
0: you don't want to make the playoffs. Because he impacts winning.
2: Yeah, but I don't know why they
1: would do it. That's just me.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. So, Lakers, they look good, they look bad, they look in the middle. Like they won last night, but even like the way they won, I wasn't, I wasn't impressed with it. Like the, their whole thing was, we're gonna give AD all these shots on Rudy Gobert. Like that mindset to me was so. Weird. I think that's
0: their mindset for the A games. Is just to get AD in rhythm. On. Yeah, like
2: if he could give Gobert 40, and what else did the West have for him? That's that's exactly the Lakers'
0: point. Like let's he we're gonna see we're gonna see Gobert, we're gonna see all these bigs let's just force feed Anthony Davis and let him just get an entire rhythm against these guys. Why not? Why not? We know we, LeBron can do whatever he wants whenever he wants. We're not worried about that aspect of it. We know what he's going to bring from controlling the game, aspect, especially in the playoffs. LeBron's even better in the playoffs. We know that historically. So this is going to be AD's first real run at the championship ever. And I think their whole mindset is just let's just get AD locked in. That's it. Let's get him in his zone now. It's only eight games.
1: I can see. I didn't think a bit about it like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I just saw him like, first quarter go you know, like three for 12. I'm like, all right, look who you're going against. Like, why are you like, why is this the game plan? Like, to me, like, I would rather get like, split it between LeBron and AD.
0: I think they always come out like
1: line, that. I know LeBron can turn off whenever, and like, I have that faith in him, but I don't know. Like, circumstances are different now. Like, he's never been in this. This if
0: you look at it, the Lakers, like every time I watch them, the way they have it set up, they have it set up for AD to have big first and fourth quarters. Okay. Like AD usually in the first quarter has at least double figures, Every for at least 10 to 12 points in the first quarter every game. He at least has double figures in every first quarter. I feel like they, their whole thing is get him going early, let Braun flow throughout mm-hmm. the, the middle the, the middle of the game, and then when it comes down for AD, put the ball back in AD's hands and take it over. We put it back in AD's hands. You know what I'm saying? And we're like that. because our, our, every time I watch the Lakers, it's AD's shooting double double-digit field goal attempts in the first quarter. Like they're getting him. Go, they're going. They're getting it to him early, and letting him get in his comfort zone early. So that makes
1: sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey, I
0: still got the Lakers. Yeah, it's nothing for him. Like that's just what it's Like 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 that's another thing. Like we we're saying, like that's gonna hurt teams that there's no. Travel, home court advantage, no fans, no none of that. It's just AD and the refs. Yeah. Uh, Clippers don't got nothing for AD. Nobody in the league, do. That's what. I, that's why I keep saying, telling everybody, like the Clippers can't beat them because AD's the, AD's the piece they can't. They have nothing for. Like it's just, and he's, and when you have a piece like that, that's capable of fifty and fifteen, or forty-five and fifteen, like any night. You can't – it's not like you could, like, scheme him to, like, force him out. Like, he's comfortable everywhere on the floor. Like, he's, it's, just, it's just too much, bro.
1: So, what about Houston? Just because – Dark Horse. Yes. Like, the way Russ is playing right now, like, he really solidified <coughs> his role on how to make things work in that offense. And watching them these past few games, that three ball is, like, three's more than two every time. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think – Rockets Lakers like AD can drop 50 on them but they're going to come back and hit a 3 every single time and who's going to win that game
2: well a game i mean
1: or, or that that series
2: Lakers Lakers and 6 like,
1: if the Rockets can play how they're playing right now it's it, not it'll enough. be a
2: tough series it'll be a tough series i i say every game will probably most likely be close even getting six games, that's, that's saying something against when you go have nobody for AD because they literally have nobody for AD, and I'm still like they're definitely a dangerous team just because of their offense. They and they they have, they're decent on defense. They're just good enough on defense. But against
0: that team, I don't think I think they just the Lakers have just too much interior, bro. Like it's not like they have one or two good bigs, bro. Every big on their team is good, bro. Yeah,
1: they're good at the rim. Every,
0: you know what I'm saying? And then you got a six nine point guard who's good at the rim. But also wants to throw it up top, like, and you have nothing. There's no Capella there no more. <laughs>
1: yeah, Tyson Chandler.
0: It's over, bro. Big man. Yeah. It's over. I love Tyson Chan. It's over, bro.
1: I don't know. Something about the Rockets like really looks good. Teams me. don't
0: want to see the Rockets. I'll tell you that.
1: And it's it's really like it's Russ, it's Russ and Harden like sharing that that role. Because like when Russ drives, like you have to collapse on him. He always finds the open person. Like, Daniel House has been sniping from out there. This is, I'm glad, what this offense has done is
0: shown just how good of a passer Russ really is in a practical sense. Everybody thought it was just flashy and because he got the ball in his hands. Mm-hmm. Nah, Russ is making sound decisions and getting the ball to shooters, bro, like, and still averaging eight assists, nine assists doing it. Like, you know what I'm saying? With yeah. a whole other guy averaging eight or nine more.
2: So, crazy. you know what I mean? But, I mean, when it comes to the Lakers, the Lakers should win. I, I feel like they would win like in six if AD is really like pressuring them in, in, in the paint. Because I feel like none of these teams, like even the Mavs when they play them, they're like they're playing bigs, but Porzingis is still playing on the perimeter. Mm-hmm. He's not like no no team I feel like has really tried to attack them down low. Even even Milwaukee, it's like you got Brooke Lopez on, on the, at, at the three-point um, line, so it's like that's, I feel like that's what keeps it so that the Rockets could still play that way. They don't really have to force a big in there because nobody's really for even the the teams they play at are big are still playing on the perimeter, are still playing five out. So for the Lakers, I feel like they can't play five out if they're gonna if they're gonna match up against the Rockets. They like AD has to be a big down there for the for them to really take advantage. Or else, yeah, every game will be close and because they I mean Rockets could score, they can score whenever they want. I agree. I agree with that for sure.
1: Even the Lakers, like, the Lakers role players have been stepping up, too. Like, Kuzma, like, he was really up and down during the season. And, I mean, it's only granted him a few games, but, like, he's hitting his three. I think, like, that's the biggest thing for the Lakers. Like, if they can hit the three and get the three going, as well as, like, AD doing his thing and LeBron being able to break down whoever, then all cylinders need to be clicking for a team to win a a series. I don't think it's going to be, like, you can fuck up on one avenue and still get by. Like, Mm -hmm. everything got to work. I agree with that. I agree with that for sure.
0: I um I think the Lakers gotta figure out what it's going to be moving forward rotation wise. All of these guys are not gonna play. And they didn't bring in JR and Dion to sit down.
1: Dion, Dion's doing his thing.
0: Don't please don't get me started because I'm <laughs> one of the biggest yeah, Philly I Cheese know. advocates in the world. <laughs> Shout out Philly Cheese. Dude is a dude is he's the real deal, bro. Like we talking just straight basketball. Like he's one he's a he's a hooper. You know what I'm saying? You could put him in any situation, and Deion Waiters is going to be able to thrive. So I think it's a good situation for him to be in L.A. because he's exactly what they need off the bench. They don't have a guy that could come in there, other than LeBron James, and put on the ball. That could actually play, make, and be a threat with the ball going downhill. Like you know what I mean? Like Quinn Cook, no, Caruso, no. Like, you know what I mean? Who else? Uh, uh, Danny Green, No. Like, all these he other guys. i
1: too many minutes, even if it's only four or five minutes. Hmm. Jared Dudley.
0: He won't play. This is, he, you got to understand, they're just, I'll tell you what that is. Jared, we appreciate you from taking this time away from your family in <laughs> the bubble. You exactly. know, we're going to give, we, we're not just going to have you come out to the bubble and take this time away from your family and you just not play at all in the bubble. That's mm-hmm. just disrespectful. You gotta at least put him on the His baby's just watching, bro. You gotta <laughs> at least put him on the floor. You know what I mean? Like, that's a veteran. Like, he could easily, like, yo, I'm going home. I don't want to vet men. Like, I'm not about to sit here. Like, for what? But that fuck up, he's probably a good team guy. The team probably likes Jared Dudley. He probably helps their, their morale off the floor. You, you reward a guy like that. You give him some garbage time on, on national TV. His baby's just watching. You got you.
2: Yeah, I think the only guy off the bench that's really gonna be playing consistently is. Uh, Caruso, Dion, and Kuzma, and then uh, and then Dwight. I think
0: Caruso will start to, but by the time they get deep in the playoffs, Caruso Caruso's will play. starting right now? No, no, I'm saying, like, oh. he'll start to, he'll keep it what he's playing right now through these last couple games and then through the first or second round of playoffs, and then as it gets tighter down the stretch, he'll just start to see. By the time the finals is here, he probably just be sitting down, chilling. I
1: don't know. Like, he, he got that J.J. Barea effect. Like, he's... Like he can get beat on defense, but he's feisty enough to like be a little disruptor. Like he does the right thing on offense. Like those are the kind of people you need sometimes.
0: The only way I say is this: if if Frank Vogel is gonna play like a three guard second unit, he'll play. Yeah. If he plays, if he's gonna be able to be interchangeable enough on defense to guard all three perimeter positions, he'll play. He'll definitely play because he'll just go three guard. He'll just go instead of putting Quinn Cook out there with Deion and in, in JR, he'll just put Caruso out there and then you'll have three six fives, interchangeable kind of, you know what I mean? Because believe it or not, JR Smith is not a bad defender. Like, you not oh a Oh yeah, bad I boy. forgot about JR. Yeah. H- has
1: he played yet?
0: He plays. Not as much as he's going to start playing. That's what I don't think people realize. Yeah,
1: I, I haven't seen a lot of him.
0: He'll play, he'll play more. Him and Dion will try to get the bulk of the, the backup guard minutes.
1: So I want to talk about one more team before we just break it up a bit. Um, Milwaukee. Actually no t- Milwaukee and Toronto. How you guys feeling about both of them? Toronto looks good.
2: Toronto looks good. good, but I'm like to me there's no way they make the finals. There's just
1: What about Eastern Conference Finals?
2: I feel like it depends how they get who they get matched up with. Because I wouldn't be surprised if they if they beat anybody other than I like. I'm not I'm not giving them Boston. Like I think Boston will beat them in a series. Even though they're playing better than Boston right now. They're playing better than almost everybody right now. But I feel like once you get to a seven-game series is when your best players matter. And That's when, like, a lot of shit gets negated where I don't think all the – like, as well as – um what's his name? Van Fleet is playing right now. Like, I don't think he's doing that against, like, Boston. Yeah, I don't think
0: he's in 30-point So I don't think he's doing that with Kyle Lowry on the team. I think if Kyle Lowry's not on the team, he can do that.
1: You he got it like that i do so, i mean off I topic a bit so do you think like that's a good free agent signing he's he's a free agent that's upcoming off season you think mm-hmm. that's a good free agent signing like to put on a team and on a playoff team that's a
2: championship point guard i mean i think he's a good free agent signing but i think he's better off the bench than anything else i don't think he's starting on any other championship team i
0: don't know
2: son who what teams he's starting on right now
0: like not championship teams but i think he can go make a Non-playoff oh, yeah. team a, a legitimate playoff team And make them And make them Make noise in the playoffs
1: You're Year already, in and year out You already know what team Is uh, connected to him.
0: Oh, don't right. say about Yeah Yo. I've
1: been hearing about it Yo. Yeah The Knicks <sighs> yeah. Oh my God That
0: is a good point guard go for Thibodeau though I But no I don't want him I don't want him Like put him Okay, so put him In the backcourt With Devin Booker Yeah, I, I like that Phoenix. With yeah. Aiton and Macau Bridges and all of them over there, if you give them a surefire scoring threat at the point guard position like that, who could hit big shots.
1: They're, they're, they came in a bubble looking really good. And they're, they're, first, they're the they're only French. 3-0 team in they're the bubble a right now. They're playoff team still, too. They're
0: the only undefeated team in the bubble right now. Yeah. Since, since the restart,
1: 3-0. Is, is – what team to you guys has been, like, the most impressive that – like, you weren't expecting it? It's happening, and you're like, okay, like, I respect
0: it. Like, throughout the season or just the restart? Just,
1: yeah, just the restart. For
0: me, it's Phoenix. It's Phoenix. Um, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm biased about it, but uh, I watched OKC, OKC, Utah. I watched this wipe the floor with them. They don't want to see us in the playoffs. Was that
1: yesterday? Two days ago. They don't want to see us.
0: Now nah, we lost. We lost to um, – we lost to um, – Denver in overtime because Chris Paul missed the go-ahead free throw with two seconds left. Yeah, I was watching that. Yeah, but I I watched both of those games, and y'all might not believe me, but that's the funnest. Like, that's the most I've enjoyed watching an OKC game in five years probably. (laughs) That's including the Paul George and Russell Westbrook experiment, all of that. Like, as a fan from a nerves and just – not pulling your hair out and just enjoying the game. And it's just, wow, my team is playing really good basketball. Like, all of them – you could tell all of them dudes really enjoy playing together, bro. They're on the same page. They are. They don't care who's going to score. They don't care who's going to have 30. They don't care none of that, bro. They just want to win. And they play defense. And they know going into every game, like, they're not favored to win. Like, our rotation is – if I tell you our rotation right now, you guys might laugh at me. If I told you this was a four seed in the West and I started naming the players, you would laugh at me. Hamadou Diallo, Abdul Nader, Terrence Ferguson. Abdul Nader was like Abdul Nader. cut by the Celtics. You feel what I'm saying? Abdul Nader, Terrence Ferguson, Lugans Dortz. That's you feel me? Um, Darius Baisley. These is rotation guys I'm naming like that play every night. You know what I'm saying? Like, And I'm watching the game and I'm like, okay, then you got Schroeder and you got Gilly and you got Chris. But other than them three, and Steven Adams and, and Gallo, really, that you, like, would know, when you're just watching, you're just watching a bunch of dudes out there and they moving and they doing all the right You Like, damn, that was nice. Who was that? Damn, Lucas Dorse is really light. like, like, <laughs> bro, like, you really watching. And you're like, yo, these dudes is really out there hooping, hooping, bro. Like, teams on paper, look at it. It looks like it should not even be a basketball game. And then you watch it and we're the team up 20 or we're the team up 17. And it's like, damn, they're just playing that much more in sync than everybody else, bro. That's shit nice to watch.
1: Playoffs is going to be really interesting because cause of teams like that mm-hmm. where they might not win a series, but they could win a series. Like, you can't count them out.
0: I, after the, after the um, Denver game, even after the Denver game, I said, yeah, that's the three seed, and we just lost the game. We had them beat. Chris Paul yeah. makes that free throw. We go home, win, 2-0 in the bubble. And I'm like, damn. That was with a 40 from MPJ, too. That was with 40 and 11 from MPJ and a 30-point triple-double from Joker, and it took overtime to beat us. Yeah, like, that's not
1: happening, again. No.
0: Yeah. No. Teams don't want to – I, was just, I was like, all right, now. I don't know if they want to see us in seven. It could get messy. No home court advantage for you. We in the bubble. We got the coach of the year. He coaching these boys up. They all believe in with, 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 with Billy Donovan talking right now. I'm telling you. Yeah. Got a nice team. Uh, we got yeah. it, it, it. Give me one of them. uh Them. Them Warriors team feels like them. Them Believe Warriors. It give me. I swear. I get. I got that feel watching them. Like damn. It's just a bunch of dudes that's gonna play rugged defense. It's gonna be chippy, and they go. they we're a good shooting team, but they just play mad hard, bro. You know
1: what's gonna happen? This wood. Knock on wood. Someone's gonna get. Chris Paul. Chill. We gonna
0: just play. had to. We just had to take that. I, I would have agreed, but we just had that four-month layoff. Chris got to be fresh
2: right now. Yeah, so. That's true. Yeah, this is different. It's different. Maybe like,
1: I got that feeling because like it's a team that looks good. It makes sense. Like they can give teams trouble. S- something's gonna go wrong. Someone's I, hope not. Gonna do I, just, I just have a feeling it always happens that way. We
0: already got. We already got. 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 Greece with the co-coach of the year. You know, Mike Budenholzer. What did he do different this year? That he, what did Mike Budenhoser do different coaching-wise, other than Giannis having an increase in every statistical category? Like, what did Budenhoser do different? We was not, we was presented as a lottery pick team in the beginning of the year. We are looking
2: at four or five seed in the playoffs. Should have been Billy Donovan, no, code nothing. I mean, outside of Houston and the two LA teams, I wouldn't be surprised if anything else happened, like with any other team doing anything. Like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if, if OKC played Denver and beat them, or played Utah, or or even Dallas and beat them. Like, any everything is like a toss up right now. Other than like I said, to me, LA, both LA teams, and I think Houston. I don't see Houston going out. But yeah, I want to be OKC playing. It's definitely playing well. So if they if they surprise one of these teams, it wouldn't be shocking to me at all.
1: What do you think about Dallas? As, like as far as playoffs. It's up
2: in the air to me. Like I said, all the other teams, I wouldn't be surprised if they if they if they made it to the second round. All I mean, these other teams is
0: like that piece or two away from being a legitimate contending yeah. team. Like even Dallas.
2: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Especially with it being their first time mm-hmm. in the playoffs in a while. Like Luca's first time in the playoffs, so. And then again, it's not a traditional playoff, so
0: it's going to be interesting, man. It's going to be very interesting. With
1: Dallas, that I think is gonna stop come playoffs is they only they always have one player off the bench that comes in and will drop like 15-20. Like it'll be Seth Curry who goes crazy, mm-hmm. or like Justin Jackson, or like somebody. Like somebody always steps up and does their thing, and I just I can't see that happening come playoffs. So I feel like that's gonna be shut down. You
0: know you, you know what team in the East you reminded me of when you said that? My little dark horse, my little team that might muck things up. Ooh. Miami.
1: Miami.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they scary, bro. Yeah, bro. I don't know. Bro, what you do when Kelly Olynyk is leading leading the NBA damn near fourth quarter scoring right now? Bro. Like <laughs> Kelly Olynyk, bro. Like he's lit, like I'm watching the last two games in the fourth quarter. Kelly Olynyk was the re, was the dagger. Like the two games before, I forgot who they played. They blew I think they blew Denver out. I Think they blew Denver the fuck out. Bro, I watched Kelly Olynyk come down in the okay. fourth and hit four straight threes, bro. Four straight.
1: It's crazy because a, lot of, a lot of people would be surprised by that, but he's done that throughout his career. Because he's
2: – bro, Kelly O'Linick is legitimate. Why.
0: Myers Leonard can shoot. Uh, Kelly O'Linick
2: can shoot. Bam can shoot. If anything, shoot. they're like the East the East Coast OKC. They is. Because – they play, they just, it's, it's one of those, they're one of those teams where anybody, whoever's hot that night is, is who's going to get the ball. Like, there's no really, say, I mean, Jimmy Butler is the all-star, but even he's like, the tongue, yeah, he he's cool with having 12 points. He'll have 12 points in the game and just play defense and do whatever he needs to do. Ten, he'll have
0: 12, 10, and eight assists, and he'll do shit like that. Yeah. That's But that's why he was perfect for the Heat culture, because you need a star that, that don't care about nothing but winning. Mm-hmm. Like, D-Wade. That's what made d so great was because he didn't really care about nothing but winning, but he was just D-Wade. So I think that was perfect. Jimmy Butler was a perfect fit for sure. I think Denver should probably adopt that. I think Denver kind of relies on Joker too much. I think what they should do is, bro, you have a million playmakers on the the Nuggets, bro. I get Joker is one of the best in the world, but take some pressure off him, put some confidence in your other guys and allow other guys to make plays. That's how you make your team better around Jokic. So in the playoffs, you're a more dangerous team, you know what I mean? I think that's what's holding Denver back.
1: Shout out, Bobo. For sure. Leading the fast break, turning the needle, that's – he's going to be super tough.
0: They got too know. much, yo. Somebody's going to have to get up out of here, yo. Yeah. And yeah.
1: He only played like four minutes last game, too. I, I don't get it, but – I mean, I get it, but I don't get it. At all. Play him.
2: Even, even the – like with – MPJ having the type of game he was, it wasn't even like they was really even like giving him the ball like that. It was really? just him in his own. Yeah, he, just miss. he was just taking, yeah, was advantage, taking advantage of up? every single yeah. opportunity. But like, what he missed three shots. something mm-hmm. like that. They should have. They should have like fed him way more. Like way more. I said have been fifty. Is what you saying? Yeah, because they wasn't even really looking for him. He was just whenever he did get the ball, he took advantage of it. I'm scoring. Yeah, <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about
0: and he and I, um, it was said that he was the best shooter on the Nuggets prior to the season. And watching that 37, when you're 6'11, bro, and none of your jumpers hit the rim, contested, uncontested, fade away, any angle, I might not be able to argue that.
1: It's just, it's weird that people forget like who he was going into college. Just because he missed that season, like if you really watched him in high school, like you can tell, like it wasn't just his size. Like he has the fundamentals, the skill level was there, the jumper was there, like, everything was there for him. He just needed to take it to the next level, and I think he can do it. It all makes sense to me. You guys have anything else for, for basketball? Um, I got something for basketball, just not NBA.
0: Come on, we can talk about it. So you
1: guys saw what happened with, uh, with Iggy?
0: With, the, with the,
1: the number? I'm glad you brought that up, man. So, I mean, be careful what you say. You know I'm going to be extremely careful. What happened? So, he was watching the WNBA game. He Who? tweeted uh, uh, Andre Iguodala, yeah. And he tweets out number? 23. Number 23 is nice finishes she tweets him say my name or don't tweet it at all <laughs> <laughs> oh man Gates. Okay. that wrote me the wrong way okay yeah that's ridiculous how are you gonna I just feel like if you play sports, any sport, people call you by your number all the time. That is what you're
0: recognized by in sports. Why is there not a, there's a number on your shirt for a reason. (laughs) If that's the case from use on up, you just have your name on your shirt. And in every league, you wouldn't have a number. Why would numbers be in sports? They just put your name on your shirt. That's how you recognize players. Like that is what the actual point of the number is for, for officials, for fans for anybody watching the game. Like, when the ref goes and puts your, and says foul, what does he say it on? Does he say foul on Jordan Wodecki? He says, let me see your back. (laughs) Foul on eight blue. Like, it's just a part of the culture, of the context of the game. Like, come on, bro. He did not mean that in any type of malicious or degrading way. It wasn't like he was trying to make you seem like less of a basketball player, by calling you by your number. Like, that, come on. He
1: should be
2: happy he's watching the game. (laughs)
1: <laughs> For real. And, now you can, and that would be, that. that's going to come off as a rude comment, but it's true. Like, it's a failing league. It's a league that It has nothing
2: is, to do with the fact that it's
0: women. It has, from a business standpoint, yeah, like it's, it's a failing, go ahead, continue it's a on. a
1: failing league. It's presented terribly. Like, there's a lot that can, that can be a lot better with that league. And like, I want to try and support something like that, too. I, I ordered my, my WNBA hoodie. got the orange one? Got the orange one, RIP okay. Kobe. Okay, like, okay. I'm, I'm going to try and watch some games, try and get into it. Like, something I don't really, like, want to do, but I feel like I, I should do just, like, to give it a try. Like, one day I'm going to have a daughter, and, like, hopefully she wants to play basketball, and I can look back and say, okay, I watched this player, and like, I can have some female basketball knowledge, like, beyond, like, the superstars. So... I'm going to try, but, like, to get mad about stuff like that. Come
0: on, man. And, you t- and this is coming from – I'm, I'm going look at you right now. I got all sisters, basketball players. These, you know, I talk, I talk to highly about my sisters forever. I respect women's basketball. I grew up going to women's high school games more than men high school games because my sister was a state champion back-to-back. So, I went to women high school basketball games. I watched women basketball growing up. I understand the different complex of women basketball and men, and I understand – that yes, women fundamentally sound from a general standpoint are better basketball players than men. Just from a natural, fundamentally sound standpoint, the average woman basketball player will be more fundamental than a man because she's not as athletic. That's just how that goes. It's just, that's what it is. She has to be more fundamentally sound because you can't rely on being bailed out by athleticism all the time. That doesn't go for every female, but for the vast majority, nobody's a freak. There's not a lot of freak athletes, right? Okay, with that being said, right, for her to take that and make that a male, female thing to me, was it rubbed me way worse than him calling you, even if he would have meant number 23, as in like, even if he would have meant it in any type of way, I felt like the way she approached it brushed me worse than even if it was presented that way, and it even, and it wasn't. Like, he was doing everything that every sports fan in America does, if you don't know a player's name. But you're gonna say, oh, he knew my name, he knew my, you. Can cannot say somebody. He
1: said he could have Googled it and then tweeted
0: it out. It's a, okay. Why? Like,
1: why do we gotta do that? No,
0: bro. And we're gonna keep it exactly in the context of sport. What is sports big on? It's, it's big on for being an in the moment experience. Yes. Sports is all about being in the moment. In that moment, whatever play you did, ooh, damn, number 20, damn, that shit was cold, number 23.
2: In the moment, you
0: act like he... He ain't
2: put no real thought into yeah. it, it's just that's it. He saw he thought it was tough, and, and tweeted about it.
0: That's it. That's it. You made it seem like he went on his way to degrade you or, like, to purposely make you feel lesser, like...
1: You know what the funniest part of it all is? Like, she's not even, like, a, a star player or, like, a player you look for. Like, last year
0: was her first 20-point... Last year was her <laughs> first 20-point-per-game season in her career. And I didn't want to even go into that, right? But I'm like, yo... I swear, right, bro, when I first seen it, I went and looked at her career average, and it was like 11 points a game, right? And I just said, like, from a devil advocate standpoint, how many 11-point-per-game scorers are known by first-name basis to the fans in the NBA? So don't make- To the casual fan. To the casual fan, right? To the casual fan, how many 11-point-per-game scorers can that if you if you had a list of 11 point per game scorers right and you went on a public and you said yeah you know who this is just to just to a public survey you're gonna get a lot of huh who Nah. like it's just in any sport bro yeah. you know you, and like you're a budding star right so you just averaged 20 for your first time in your career last year and i'm thinking about even all the stars now right if you don't even if you think back to like the paul georges and, and the Kawhi's and stuff like that even after their first year averaging 20 They were not household names in the league like a lot of fans still didn't know who these dudes were like they still were not global icons like you know what i'm saying it takes it it takes time you want your name to be known by everybody in the world bro you got to put these numbers up year in and year out that's all i'm saying you're on a great track you averaged 21 last year this year you're averaging i think around the same thing or maybe a little more i think continue on people gonna know your name for sure it, that's what comes with playing a professional yeah, she sport. Like I said,
2: she just, she should have just appreciated the that he, the notion. he, he yeah, that he the brought notion. awareness, that like he said something, and it was, it was in good faith. And he, he meant, you know, he meant nothing malicious. Nothing malicious
0: at, at, at all, all about that statement.
2: But that's just a perfect like representation of where we're at in the culture right now, where it's just like people will find anything to feel like they're no being right. slighted. It's like you're not being slighted at all, bro.
0: You're no fine. way. That was a compliment in every aspect yeah. of the word. Like, come on, man. Come on man. You know
2: alright,
1: so y'all got anything else for basketball? Anything that's been, that's been in your head, you gotta get out.
2: Still got Lakers Milwaukee. Alright, so
1: yeah, after three, four games in the bubble, who's your who's your NBA champion right now? If you had to just pick one off the top of your head. Lake Show. Lake Show, Lakers, alright. We're on the same page for that. Alright, so moving past um basketball. Dip into music a bit. I want to talk about the Pop Smoke album. Really? What's on your mind? Are you fucking with the
2: Pop Smoke album?
1: Which point of view is you asking me this from? So who were you prior to his death? Like, were you a Pop Smoke fan? Like, do you fuck with Pop Smoke?
0: I fucked with him. I wasn't super crazy, but I did like Pop. I thought that, uh, what what project was that the EP drop?
1: Uh, Welcome to the Woo?
0: I liked that a lot. I felt like it was very repetitive a little bit, but um I liked it, and I felt like pop was definitely trending upward. I think i was gr- he was growing on me more more and more as more and more as he was starting to get a little bit more diverse but so, um
1: and did you listen to this album? Yeah and that didn't like that was like what you were looking for that wasn't what that album was
0: it wa- it wasn't what I looked what I was looking for, but it was what I expected. Like, you get what I'm saying?
1: Like me, like just from a
0: consumer standpoint. I'm speaking from a consumer standpoint.
1: Okay.
0: Like, I knew it was gonna be a lot of commercial and a lot of things that could chart. Mm-hmm. I knew it was gonna be a lot of songs like that. You know what I'm saying? A lot a lot of crossover, a lot of a lot of, you know what I'm saying, a lot of pop doing different things and trying. I knew it was gonna be more of pop like. Mm-hmm rather than than, than, than rap, than than Brooklyn Drill, than that type of vibe. I knew we wasn't getting a Brooklyn Drill vibe on that album, on that project. I knew we wasn't because I knew 50's goal was to make as much money as possible with the project for Pops Family. Mm -hmm. So going into it with that aspect, I knew like, okay, it's going to be tough, but it's not going to be like what we would have expected from a Pop Smoke debut album alive. Like,
1: it's not going to be that. That's, That's where I disagree. Just because. I think you're gonna get you know, cause, sounds like that. Because Complex did an article with everybody involved in the album. And what they did was, like, this album was pretty much made before those first two EPs, Meet the Woo and then Meet the Woo 2. And what they wanted to do was, which was really smart, like, now that they, they talk about it, they're like, let's get him popping through the drill, drill scene. So there's like, Yo, Everything you're gonna put out, drill, drill, drill. And that's what they did. On one and two, it's all drill. So they got the fan base, like they got the attention on them, they got hit records. Welcome to the party, Dior, like people are watching you now. Like now you can do the music you really want to do. And he was saying like, yo, I wanna sing, like I wanna make like I wanna be a star. Like I got the star power, like I know what I want. So that's what he did. Like all those songs that you hear, like they were made a year before he even dropped his first project. So I think this is the project that he wanted. And there's like five different genres of sound on it. It's very diverse. Like it's very diverse. Crazy.
0: It's very diverse. Like, I, I think some of cool. the features, you think some of the features would have been different?
1: Um, so they talked with everybody that was a feature too. Um, like Quavo was talking about how like, like, that was pretty like his big homie. Like Pop was really looking up to Quavo. Um, Tyga made sense from a label standpoint. Like, they're both signed to Victor Victor. Fucking King Combs. Like, I hate that feature, but, like, he was with Pop the night he died. Like, he was at that party. Um, and then, like, the remix was on the deluxe version uh, with the other dude. I forgot his name, but, like, he was there too. Like, they recorded that song that night. Um, who else was on it? The Spanish girl on Enjoy Yourself, uh, Carol G. Like, he requested her. So, like, yeah, like, All that shit was him. Like that was his album. um I think like the only person on there that he didn't really fuck with or like talk to like that was Roddy Rich, and like they interviewed him too. And he was like, "Yeah, like he DM'd me like saying let's work." And like I never got to work with him while he was alive, but like this is something. So that's tough. I don't know. I I think I love the album. That's my album of the year. I'm I'm probably biased because I I really I fucked with him. You do. Prior to everything, but as far as like from an album that you can enjoy top to bottom. See all the different kind of sounds, like the samples he did. Like. From that
0: standpoint, I, you're correct. You're, you're definitely right. I love, I love every sample he he, he picked on the album for yeah, sure.
1: And then like, just embracing like, the '50s sound too. Like, he did everything right to me. So I, I really like the album. Um, so what about the the Khaled Drake songs? Like, you're you're one of the Drake guys. Like, you're not even a Drake guy. Like. You respect Drake, but, like, you'll keep it honest on, like, if you don't fuck with it or you fuck with it. And then you're the same way, too. So, how are you guys feeling about him, Grease and uh, star?
2: Did you even listen
1: to him?
2: One of them plays on the radio, right? I don't listen to the radio. I have no idea. I'm pretty sure one plays on the radio. One of them,
0: he sounds, like, really high-pitched. That's Grease. I don't – I think he should have definitely – Turn the, the optics down on it. Like he should have just stayed like that ruined the song for me. I felt like that could have been a cool song. Yeah. I felt like I could have liked that song. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm listening to it. I'm like, damn, I like the content, but it sounds like fucking Racket. Like that it threw me off. It just threw me off. Like I was like, all right, that was a song. I was like, damn, Drake, like, you know, I, I gave it to open ear still. And I'm like, damn, I really like the content of it. Like I really it, it could have been a dope, dope song, but that whatever he used, for his voice on that, wasn't it? Pitched that shit the fuck up. Shouldn't have did that. Shouldn't have did that. Nah, definitely shouldn't have did it.
1: Someone went in and edited it and pitched it down, and it sounds so much better. That so way. much better, Isn't huh? Yeah. I
0: know it, dude. I can hear it when I'm listening. to it. I'm like, damn. If you would have just just rapped regular on this, bro, this would have been a, this would have been fire, bro. Like, why did he have to do that? Like.
1: So what about Power Star? You heard that one?
0: I don't think I've heard that one. Nah.
1: I never heard this. I didn't hear this. I heard the other one. I feel like he went crazy on this.
2: Oh, yeah. I oh, yeah, I song. heard that, too. I just, yeah, I like the song.
0: I like that, too. You got to forgive me for not knowing the title of the Drake
1: songs. So, I mean, but my thing with these two songs, like, I always view it like he did not make these songs for Khaled. Like, he makes songs, and if he's not really fucking with it like that, He throws it to Khaled, like, put it on your album. Like, here's a gift to you. So, like, to me, like, it's just, it's throwaways. Like, I understand why they're not going to make his album. Like, they're still cool songs, but, like, it is what it is. They're not
0: going to make his album, but they're going to make the world of Khaled's album.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, they're they're singles off Khaled's album. That's just, that's how it goes. Dudes like
0: Khaled just sit back and eat for free. Does nothing.
1: Makes a call, and that's that. Does nothing. Must be nice.
0: Makes the call, puts a couple ad-libs on it. (laughs) <laughs> Cause of the day, golly d j Khaled.
1: um so Schmerta Bobby Schmerta he's up for parole, so I was having a conversation with some of my friends yesterday, and they were saying like they don't understand why people are like hyped about his release musically, like nothing wrong with him getting out, but like musically, like what is there to look forward to um to restart these. Thank <laughs> So prior to him getting arrested, like he's on top of the world. Yeah, I mean, two songs that went, or three songs that went crazy. Um, Rowdy Rebel was going crazy, like, and then boom, it's all taken away. So it's been, what, six years now he's in jail. Were you guys fucking with him prior to him going in and do you have any expectations for him, for him coming out?
0: Definitely was fucking with them before they went in. Thousand percent. Love their energy. Love what they was doing for the New York scene. Um, if they home, this Brooklyn drill scene pops. We probably already see Pop Smoke. Pop Smoke's probably already like all them dudes in that lane are probably already. They probably blow five years ago. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they probably blow three, That's four years ago, to, bro.
1: Too. I'm like, they're like what? They like the Pop Godfathers
0: Pop. of Brooklyn drill.
1: What Pop did <laughs> last year is what Shmurda. Was doing and like what you saw this year is what they probably would have been doing. Like I heard Bobby Smurda had a song with Rihanna, where like they're singing together. (laughs) So come on, like imagine that dropping. Come on,
0: Smurda and Rihanna singing.
1: Yeah, I heard it sampled um, Unfaithful.
0: Oh, you know he on there singing about
1: Smurda. And like you can only imagine like what that would have been.
0: Come on, son. So. I think they put in position with the Brooklyn drill scene taking off to kind of come home and still have a lane to jump in.
1: Cause they still have relevance too. Like that's the thing. Like you still see the name all the time.
0: Their street credibility is still high. Their fan base is still there because their fan base was always the streets.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's almost to the point where if he does come out, whatever he does put out, it's like I feel it's, good, it's gonna get the attention. So it's like I feel like if he does come out and put puts out music, he's gonna get love again. It might not be to where he would have been five years ago, six years ago. But yeah, I can see why people why he, people are excited for him just because whatever he does put out is gonna be it's Bobby Shmurdy, he's back out. So but it's like... Do
1: you think he can pick up where he left off? Like no. of that magnitude? Because I feel like people show love to him the same way people show love to Max B. That's
2: exactly what I was thinking about. I was just thinking about that earlier today. I'm like, that's kind of who it kind of reminds me of. Not that their sound sounds anything alike, but it's kind of that type of like nostalgia to it to where, yeah, if he comes out, I don't think he's going to be like a star star, but he's going to be, he's going to have relevance. He's going to have, he's going to get attention. He's going to, he might chart one or two songs. Like I would not be surprised, but I don't, is he going to be as big as he could have been? No. I don't think it's so. It's impossible. That's a lot of time lost.
0: That's Can't crazy. get that back. So I
1: mean, he just turned 26. Like he was 20 when all that shit happened. And I by should, now that's, that's he, your prime in music.
0: By now, yeah, he'd be well off.
2: But the but the fact that with Pop smoking the drill sound in New York is what it is, it does help him. Where mm-hmm. he can just come back in and jump in the lane. It's not like there's been no New York artists and now he's come back out. It's like, nah, like the sound that's around New York right now is popular. So he could come right back in and have that same type of sound and be relevant. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, Rowdy Rebel was on the, the Pop Smoke album. Like Facts. if anything, like Pop just like put that hand out, like listen, like when you're out, you're coming right into this, like that's, that's a perfect situation so that's that's something to look out for i'm excited for that um that's all i got y'all got anything else no man anything
0: deep
1: all right so we're out of here on four or five radio clapboards new merch on the way within the next few weeks
0: tap in 100%
1: Hundred percent. A lot of delays. A lot of shit going on. Charging we charging
0: it. We charging it to the COVID, bro Don't worry about it.
1: Uh, it's <laughs> beyond that, too. <laughs> People don't want to see us win, but we're gonna win. Trust me. But we're out of here. Four five inc on Instagram. Four five four five on Twitter. Don't even follow that at this point. Yeah. Just follow us on Instagram. <laughs> That's it, man. I deleted Twitter. We're, I'm off that.
0: Twitter did this. Yeah, we ain't gonna get it out. Twitter did yeah, us We ain't gonna
1: do that out for five